We just wanted to remind you that you can get 20% off the world's most comfortable underwear at MeUndies.com slash Gilbert. What are you waiting for? Go there right now. I can wait. Are you there? I'm not joking. MeUndies.com slash Gilbert. Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert Gottfried's amazing, colossal podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santopadre, and we are recording again at Nutmeg Post with our engineer, Frank Verderosa. Our guest this week is someone I've been looking forward to meeting. He's the founder and proprietor of the number one celebrity nudity, that's right, nudity (laughs) entity known as Mr. Skin. He refers to himself as the world's foremost authority on naked celebrities. I could give him a run for his money, but I'll be polite since he's a guest. <laughs> he's appeared on the Howard Stern Show. I think I did, but I don't remember that far back. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I got <laughs> The name doesn't ring a bell at this point. And he's also been profiled in the New York Times, USA Today, the Chicago Tribune, his enormously popular website, MrSkin.com, attracts more than 10 million visitors a month. Here's to give us the rundown on every nude scene in history to feature Papillon Susu. <laughs> Please welcome Mr. Skin himself, Jim McBride. Thank you, Gilbert. It's a big honor to be here. Welcome, Jim. Yeah, Thanks thank for you, doing Frank. this. You know, it, it's a funny thing. Normally, when we have a guest, you have to do a little bit of research beforehand. But this, I feel like I've been researching it <laughs> you've been, my entire yeah, life. Yeah, you've been researching. Yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He was very excited about this book. Well, when I when I listen to your show, I just we're, we're from the same era in the sense of I, I'm really interested in the actresses from the 70s mm-hmm. and 80s, and especially from the drive-in movies oh, and yeah. the B movies, and even the Italian sex comedies or or that anything that happened on cable TV in the 80s, which back then they didn't have a lot of programming, so you saw tons of drive-in and tons of. Uh, British comedies or sure. Italian movies with great nudity, and I love that stuff. I'm I'm one of those guys that likes uh, still one of the rare guys that still likes Bush. You know, they're, they're, oh, yes. they're not a lot of them out there anymore, Gilbert. There, are uh, for me, like the bigger the name actress, the more legitimate the actress is. Uh, the more horny I well, get. I heard when- you. Right. <laughs> one time I was listening to. I think you were on. 
uh, Opie and Jim Norton show. I think that's where I heard it. And you mentioned something that just hit home with me is, I, I mean, yeah, like any guy, I like to see porn and all that, but I don't get as titillated by porn as I do by a famous actress doing a nude scene, especially for the first time. To me, knowing them and, and them having some sort of celebrity makes it so much more exciting. I don't need to see them having sex. Just to see him naked is a huge thrill. So Dame Judi Dench. Yeah. yeah. Really does it for you. Yeah. She, that's, <laughs> By the way, she's done nudity. Really? Yeah. Midsummer Night's Dream in 1967. It, yeah. It's just it's like when those magazines, Celebrity Sleuth and Celebrity Skin, would have like a porn actress or an actress who only does nudity. And, and to me, that's... I don't care. I, I agree, but at the same time, Celebrity Sleuth, which is, I've actually become friends with him, and, and he actually has an auction, by the way. I should talk to you about this after the show. In uh, December, he's selling his entire collection of celebrity paraphernalia, which is amazing. But that same Celebrity Sleuth, you're right about that. I wouldn't get excited about the porn girls, but he throws in out of the blue a Betty White topless. Now oh, I'm interested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that picture is really Betty White? Yeah, what happened was he's a... Uh, you know, he just collects, uh, like I said, celebrity paraphernalia and especially towards the nudity angle. And she was on a deck. In the 50s, she was a up and coming model, you know, right, trying to make a right. buck. She did a uh, a thing where she ended up on a. Remember when they used to have decks of playing cards with naked women? Oh, yes. That's, yeah. She was naked on a deck of playing cards. <laughs> Incredible. And he, and he got them. I think they're in his auction. And it's fascinating. I mean, this is the actual Betty White. And she was never nude in a movie or television show, but. She was nude on a deck of playing cards. That's good enough for me. I'm happy, right? Now, a friend of mine has a, who who works at movie premieres and stuff. He has an expression that he coined for me of something called Gilbert nudity. Okay. And what Gilbert nudity? <laughs> I can't is, wait to hear this. And a perfect example of Gilbert nudity is Elizabeth McGovern in Ragtime. Oh, that scene goes on forever. She's just talking. She's, they're not having sex. She's just talking yeah, topless. Oh, it's casual nudity. Yes. Mike no. McPadden told me this about you. Gilbert, yes. Gilbert yeah. nudity equals casual, casual nudity. Casual nudity. You yeah, don't want, like in other words, you don't want to see them bumping the uglies. No, you just no. want to see them And that's talking. always yeah. too artsy and pretend. Yeah. Whenever they describe a film as steamy and sensual, I don't care. I just I want to see a girl doing her taxes naked. You know, <laughs> that's so funny. Did you know how that one? Uh, what, yeah, yeah. Let me think of a girl nude doing yeah. her taxes. I can't recall that happening in a movie, but it's just like one time I remember I was at a strip club. Okay, and they do those, you know, the blue and red and green lights flashing, and it's dark and uh, just these weird soft lights of different colors and music playing and the girls gyrating and touching (laughs) herself. And then somehow somebody accidentally hit one of the switches and the music stopped and the house lights just went on. So it was a bright lit room, no music, and the girls just standing there naked. And I thought, now this is hot. No bells and whistles is yeah, your motto. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. The, the pretense of the show is the turn off. You, you, yes. you just it's like if she goes and makes a, a payphone call. Yeah, yeah. See, see, to me, the ideal nude scene <laughs> would be like a known celebrity standing on one of those like uh, revolving pie trays I in a diner. I actually have one for you. <laughs> Very 
disturbing. <laughs> okay. Mimi Rogers was in a movie called Door in the Floor with Jeff Bridges. Oh, I love that movie. Painter, yeah. And he was painting her or, or doing a yeah a painting of her. She stood on one of those things that rose. Oh, my God. Please go to my website and enjoy that because Mimi Rogers has everything we love. Big, full, natural breasts, bush, gorgeous woman, and uh, just one of my favorite nude scenes of all time. That, now, that these Say it and I can make it happen. <laughs> now, now Anne Hathaway. Yeah. I know I saw her bush in one of those when she was getting out of a car. Right. Like those those you forget to wear underwear shots? Oh uh, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah. And 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 her bush if if anyone out there hasn't seen it, looks like you imagine Anne Hathaway's bush to look. It was very neatly trimmed. Right. And not at all unruly. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. and and now she, I remember she was in some movie where well, she goes to a doctor and yeah, opens love, her book. Love and Other Drugs. Yeah. I saw that one yeah, too That's Jake a great one. But uh, I recommend Havoc, a movie she did when she was trying to change her image from being the girl in Princess Diaries. And she ended up um, being a, in the movie her and her girlfriend hung out with East L.A. gangbangers. You know, what good yeah. could come of that? And she had some real wild nudity and sex scenes in that. I recommend you check that out, too. See, but, uh, but I don't care about the sex scenes. Yeah, I that's just... true. But she has some uh, some real good nudity and a sex scene, Yo, too. Gilbert nudity. Yeah, they say, <laughs> from now on, just GN. She has some GN. <laughs> the American film. You just want to see her nude, like, unclogging a sink. Yes. Right. <laughs> Just doing casual things in the house. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> no, just, just like nude, walking into a room, standing there and going, oh, why did I come into this room for? Yeah, and then that turn around because be... then you get the frontal and the yes, backle. Yeah. yeah. Then okay. That I could jerk yeah. off to. Okay, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Now, you know what pisses me off is these these actresses, you know, who have wild sex and then right afterwards are clutching the blanket against yeah. their breasts. Who does breast. that in real life? If you just had wild sex, you're going to hide? Yeah. Yeah, that's I know. Or these people who get dressed at the edge of the bed. Yeah. Like they pull on their clothes. There's also a lot of scenes where the where the actress gets up and she takes the blanket with her yes. and walks right. with the blanket. And as it, it wraps perfectly. Yes. Oh, also when they... They start wrapping a towel around themselves before they're even out of the bathtub. Right. You feel cheated? Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Jim, take us back. You grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. Just want to get a, a little mm-hmm. sense of your history and, and, and where this, this whole hobby began and then turned into a, uh, turned into a career. Um, wh- where did the obsession begin? You mentioned before uh, that cable changed your well, life. I, I think we can all remember the 70s when... We didn't have the internet. We didn't have cable sure. television. And we were coming of age, so to speak. And, you know, we wanted to see naked babes like any other guy. And it was tough back then. You had to, you had to work hard. Uh, Sears catalog, if you had it. Uh, <laughs> Steel Dad's National Playboy. Geographic. God, if you get your hands on a Playboy, right. you could, you know, it, it'd be amazing. But I was just, you know, it was just a... It's just the year I grew up in. I wanted to see nudity, and there was this magical day in the fall of 1980 when I was a senior in high school, and... I we got at, within literally within a week a Betamax player and cable television. So all of a sudden I had HBO, Cinemax, Showtime. Now this is going from I'd have to watch in the seventies PBS and catch an iClaudius, 
you know, with no way to tape it, and there'd be like six <laughs> seconds of nudity in an hour, and I'd be just, you know, just staring at the thing. So this is the kind of kid I was. So uh-huh. all of a sudden, now I have these, I have cable and I have a Betamax. I started every night. I'd go through the cable guide. And you know how they used to have the big N in the description of the movies? Back when people looked at cable guides, sure. now everything's on your DVR and all. But I would go through that, and I'd see an N for nudity. I'd highlight it and tape it, and then the next morning I'd edit that nude scene onto a different tape. So I had just five-hour tapes of just nude scenes. My my buddies loved me because I did all this work. They'd come over to the house. We'd have a few beers and watch three hours of uh great nude scenes from movies and i continued to collect this organize this had a passion about it and just over time like any guy that maybe collects you know civil war memorabilia or collects baseball you know they you become an expert on Mm -hmm. that subject and that was the origin of it and then over time i had a few lucky breaks that led me to where i am today but but really the origin of it was just the ear i grew up with and then that those technologies meeting at the at at the Great time in 1980. Can you name, or would you name, some nude scenes that were complete disappointments where you really wanted? Um, yeah, I mean, there's been times I'd, I'd see an actress naked, and and I want to I, I want to be clear that at my website we're very positive about nudity. I, my feeling has always been that there's always some guy out there like Kathy Bates could be nude. There is some guy out there that's excited that Kathy Bates is naked. Why should we rain on their parade and say, oh, you know, she doesn't look good? No. The editorial directive at our website is we celebrate nudity in film. So we're really about that at the website. Now, you're asking me personally, has this yes. happened? Um, <laughs> I remember, you know, uh, there was a movie with Richard Burton in 1980 called Circle of Two. With Linda Blair? No, uh, he, he looked awful naked. With Tatum O'Neill. Tatum O'Neill. Yes. Okay, I knew it was a child and she, star. I was, oh, after Little Darlings, I was dying for a scene, and it, it didn't quite live up to what I hoped it would right. be. Right, Those moments are few and far between because, for me, just anyone doing a nude scene is a cause for <laughs> celebration. But I remember that being a tad bit of a disappointment. So, Well, if you find out it's a body double, it's disappointing, isn't well, it? Well, that's the bigger issue. Those huh? are horrible. Yeah. There's a... Uh, there's and and here's another thing that I'm finding as I get older, when I go back and look at nude scenes maybe that I haven't watched in a while, I'm noticing where an actress has fake breasts. Where at the time I didn't, and I'm not a fake breast guy. So one great example, you we all remember in Animal House when Belushi's on the ladder and sure. he's looking in at Mary Louise Weller. Sure. Go look at that nude scene again. Those are the most fake breasts I've ever seen. Really. But in nineteen, you know, in the nineteen seventies, when you saw that, you know, and you're a kid, that was like, oh my god, those are the most perfect breasts I've ever seen. But now, you go back and look at it under today's, you know, now that you've seen so many breasts or, or know the difference between fake and real, and that's a bummer when I go back and see that. And it's it's happened to me a few times. And there there have been a few. It's funny, like uh, Julia Roberts never did nudity. Well, she. Ooh. Uh, oh, in Pretty wow. Women, uh, at the one hour and thirty-five minute mark, when she's on the bed with Richard Gere, if you look through the bed, uh, the iron bed frame, there's a, a one-second thing, and we do pause it at our website where you can see right breast. It's her, one second in her career where she's new. Wow! But Gilbert, this is very important that you go check this out. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and he knows he knows wow. that it's at the one thirty-five mark. Oh my god! But. <laughs> It, it's like, because the funny thing is in 
Pretty Woman, it starts off with so obviously a body double because they're panning up the body, and when they get to the face, the pillow is over her face. Well, you know, and the other thing is it it used to be... We are always really good at, you know, doing the 16 years at the website. We're very good at knowing when it's a body double. You know, the the rule I used to give people, if you're an amateur and you want to know, is just make sure you see the face with the oh, body. Yeah. Things have changed, though, with CGI. You know, uh, we're, we're getting these movies. Which I hate. It's really tough. You um, hate CGI generally or you hate no, CGI nudity? No, because I hear more and more... They can make an actress look like she's naked without her Dakota being Dakota Fanning had a movie where she was running naked on a beach. Oh, I, like, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yes. very good girls. And, and, and I remember them talking about that. Scene. And it's like, oh, my God, the, I had my... I have skin scouts at film festivals. They're they're all excited about it, reporting it to me. And we're all, we saw it. We were like, wow, that's awesome. Put it at the website, Dakota Fanning nude. And then we found out that was she was wearing a flesh-colored... Uh, bikini bottoms and they were able to you know able to make her look like she was nude which is like the worst thing <laughs> but we, we've seen they've been pretty good about finding this stuff out but and you gotta remember you need a decent budget like Game of Thrones the walk of shame in the final seat in, in the last episode um, you need to have a hell of a budget to do it right oh speaking you know? of Game of Thrones if this is what the one he's even in I think I ran into uh, Peter Dinklage today. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. He's a fantastic thank, actor. Thank yeah. God I was lo- was looking down <laughs> when and I, I saw And I wanted to go over and talk to him. Yeah. But, what, what a, yeah, it's a, f- but a fun I was, show. I was afraid he'd turn around and go, oh, no, I'm Vern Troyer. <laughs> <laughs> they look nothing alike. Yes. So, um, yeah, I remember they even found photos of Dakota Fanning with the bikini bottom. Yeah, it's a big bummer. Yeah. And yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, so that's something you know what happens there's so many people that work on these movies that we're finding that if it if that does happen, word gets out somehow some way. A lot of times the actress will be like that wasn't me. You know, you know what I'm saying? So word does get out, but it's not like the old days where we just we could tell immediately if it was the actress or a body double. Now, there was some now, there was that movie where Natalie Portman is basically in a medieval thong. And now, was that really her ass? Or? Yeah, when she d- dove into the water, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was nude in that Wes Anderson short. Hotel Two. Chevalier. There you yes, go. Not, not, what's so great about it no one's seen that one. Yeah. I know, it's yeah. like very few people have seen it, but... And the beauty of it is it's it's only 15 minutes long, the movie, so it doesn't take you long to fast forward to the nude scene. Yeah. <laughs> So cable was a life changing moment. Oh my god! I remember my parents getting cable, and and I remember watching Susan George in Mandingo. Oh my god! Which with Ken Norton in the yeah. Yeah, with Ken Norton. Well, let the, me tell you in the seventies. Uh, one of the so I I get the thing. I one of the first movies I taped was a nineteen seventy six film called Bobby Joe and the Outlaw. This is nineteen eighty. I'm taping uh-huh. this right with Linda, Linda Carter. Carter. Yeah, Carter. yeah, and. Now, this blew my mind. Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, who I was watching on Saturday morning television as Wonder Woman, fantasizing about her all the time, is in a movie where in the first 35 minutes, she's nude three times, capped off by a scene where she's skinny dipping while doing mushrooms with an Indian chief. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good to me. I'm like, what else is out there, God? And that's, yeah. 
Here's here's what I remember when we were talking about the body doubles where you don't see the face. If if for three Stooges fans always know there was like after Shemp died. Shemp used a body double for yeah, his new yeah, series. Well, no, <laughs> he had a real, after Shemp he had to have a hairy died, butt, yeah. they had about three or four movies they made where using some old Shemp footage and this guy who would have his back to the screen and like a long kind of messed up black wig. And he'd be running around sideways, kind of like, you know, uh, yeah. like in, in uh, Seinfeld, uh, when he sees his boss, uh, Steinbrenner. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. it's always like yeah. that right. sideways yeah. run. Right. And so you'll see some Shemp movies where a guy has his back to the camera and he's just jumping from side to side. That's interesting. I'll look for that. That's I, I saw that thing you posted I don't know if it was on your website. It was the Three Stooges? They were. It was a color short where they were at like a boardwalk or something. Probably posted by uh, Mike McPadden. Was it? Yeah. Well, it was, it was at, that I saw it at your director. website, but it, it was really cool to see them in color, just doing yeah. some shtick outside of within a Three Stooges short, which was pretty cool. Oh, now now you prepared some movies of of uh, that I was actresses. In. Actress. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah yeah! Movies. Yes, I have a few that uh, Mc- co-stars of mine who are naked. Well, yeah, well, Jack I- Warden. <laughs> <laughs> There's hilarious. Oh god! It's you actually. One of the movies you were in actually is in the Mister Skin Hall of Fame for nudity, and it's How to Be a Player. Oh yes, remember that? Yeah, yes. from like the nineties. And, and I didn't see one tit the entire time. So they I don't let working. you in. They didn't let you in no, for the nude scenes. No. Yeah. You weren't asked to do any nudity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they demanded I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, you've been in so many movies. If you cross-reference MrSkin.com to your career, you, you, you actually like, um, I mean, Beverly Hills Cop 2, Brigitte Nielsen, who at the time was spectacular. You didn't see women like that. Right. Now it's more common to see yeah. women, you know, big Nordic, you know, but back then that was wild. And, and this uh, was before she turned into a man altogether. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you had a lot of uh, a lot of movies with some good news. Oh, Hot to Trot with Virginia Madsen and well, Cindy Pickett. Uh, Virginia am... Madsen was naked in that Jacqueline Bissett movie, uh, Class. Yes, she was the one when Andrew McCarthy slips and pulls yes. her top down. Right? <laughs> That's an awesome. That was a great moment from that golden age of teen sex comedies from about 1980 to 85 when you had Class and Fast Times at Ridgemont High oh, yeah. and Private My School, Tutor, one Private Kelly, School. The one Kelly Preston is, 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 oh, is, is nude in. Gilbert, uh, what's the name of this that is one? another homework assignment for you. Is uh, Kelly Preston did a movie in 1985 called Mischief. That's the one, Mischief. And we did a, uh, one time at our website, we did a, you know how would they have the NCAA tournament? Well, we did a, a play on that. We called it the Wacket Bracket and we had the best nude scenes from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. So we had 16 in each, and we did brackets. And we, you know, we get a lot of traffic at our website, and we had the guys vote. So they'd pair them up. We we ranked them, and then they'd vote like following along the NCAA tournament. Kelly Preston and Mischief not only won out of the 80s bracket with all those great nude scenes, Porky's, Phoebe Cates, yeah. all that great nudity. 
She won it all. It's a memorable. Uh, it is. I tell you, if you go check out, it happens at the 59 minute mark. Uh, Kelly Preston and Mischief. It's a kind of throwaway movie. No one other than that nude scene. Yeah. And they're playing Buddy Holly music in the background. It's like the perfect nude scene. It's it's awesome. And um, I yeah I remember because they was also around that time Summer Lovers. Oh yeah, well with, the, that's who was in that? Uh, Daryl Hannah. Oh, and the Valerie. one with Peter. Was that the one Peter with Peter Gallagher? Gallagher well, the... See, you guys remember Peter Gallagher. I'm remembering Daryl Hannah, Hannah. Hannah. And, and, right. and this girl Valerie Quinesson, who was a French actress, who sadly about six years later died in a car accident oh, in France. Bad. But uh, yeah, that was she was beautiful. Yeah, and they were having it was just like a menage. It was summer. It should have been called menage summer lovers. I know that. Film. <laughs> Randall Kleiser, the guy that made Grease, yes, made that picture. And and it was also that thing of like there was that time period where they would make movies like Blame It on Rio oh, and all Michelle Johnson. That just plain had like nudity yeah. coming up every five seconds. Yeah, and a lot of full nudity back then, and a lot of girls with natural bodies. You know, they weren't. Uh, real super skinny, um, yeah. It was that. So I consider that the golden age of, oh, of and, movies. And and what was her name again? In in Blame It on Real Michelle Johnson. Yeah, she the story on cool. her is interesting. She was a sophomore in college. She had never acted before. If she did, it was like a minor something. And they picked her out and put her in. And that first opening scene when her and Demi Moore are on the beach, and Michael Caine and uh, is it Joseph Joe, Joe Bologna? Joe Bologna is. Uh, they're their their dads and the two girls have their backs to them and the girls turn around at a nude beach and are walking up to them topless is just one of the great moments in movie history as far as I'm concerned. I, I just love that scene. Now there was another <laughs> <laughs> These are the greatest hits of Gilbert Gottfried. There was another movie where they were not naked, but they were both in thongs. And that was to uh To Jillian? To Jilly, yes. Yeah, on her 37th Holy birthday. Christ. That was Claire Dane's. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. and like Fort, Fortier or. Yeah, yeah. Is Michelle Claire, Pfeiffer Claire in that Forley. movie? What's that? Isn't Michelle Pfeiffer in that movie? Mm, I, got, I got it wrong. I can't remember. She wasn't nude in that. Yeah. She wasn't and, in a thong and in it's the other girl, yeah. this one, yeah. Fortier, yeah. something yeah. Fortier, yeah. who had a great ass. Yes. But <laughs> it's so funny. You, you remember. Yeah. I mean, that was just. Yeah, that's just anyone who grew up watching cable TV in the '80s or '90s, like religiously, knows all those movies. So the Linda Carter movie was a, was a game changer for well, you. Well, it and- made me realize that you know who else is out there that's been naked. And pretty soon, you know, I found a movie with Jacqueline Bissett, uh, movie called Secrets. Now we all remember the yes. deep, the greatest, the, deep, sure. the no, greatest I, wet I, T-shirt I, scene right. ever. I saw Secrets. You did. You're one of you're about twelve people in the world have seen yes, Secrets. Yes, right? yes. And she's like hanging off the bed, kind yes, of upside down, boobs with like, her enormous uh, breasts. Yes. Mike yeah. McPadden says that that uh, uh, Valerie Perrine in Steam Bath. Well, that was another game was changer, another but it was it was a fluky one because in the uh, early '70s on PBS. Uh, they aired because Steam Bath was a big Broadway. Thing. Yeah, written by Bruce J. Friedman. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yes. Yeah. Right. Oh, yes. yeah. 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 When so this was father a... of our friend Drew, Bill right. Bixby, and Bill Bixby's Bruce in there. Right. So they put it on PBS, and it was a big deal because there was going to be nudity. So I'm a kid. My parents are watching it upstairs. I go down to the basement, and I can't stress enough the difference. Nowadays, you could TiVo something, pause it. Do whatever you need to do. Rewind. Back then, there was no way to pause it. You had to totally sit there and focus on that nude scene. It was there for eight seconds and it was gone, but it was like emblazed, you know, in your memory. 
And um, when that aired, that was the first time I'd ever seen a celebrity nude because I was a young kid. And she was big. I mean, she was, she was uh, a at Superman. the time. Yeah. And yeah. she used to be like the – she was one of those actresses that you knew you could just snap your fingers and she'd get naked. She Slaughterhouse-Five, yeah. Lenny, Lenny. Remember the movie yeah. Lenny? Yeah. Yeah. Good, yeah. So, yeah, that was a that was a great moment for me. It was just one of those, you know, who's the first – Celebrity you ever saw naked in a movie or television show was Valerie Perrine. And so you would memorize the scenes impress, to impress your friends. You knew just you, not even to impress my friends, just because I was so into just, it. It was like it was like a them. kid that you know just wanted everything. I wanted. I had all the movie stuff on certain tapes. You know, right. different eras. You know, I had it all. So uh, I think our listeners would be interested to know, and I'm interested to know how it went from being what was it, a hobby to a to a profession. Well, all throughout the eighties and eighties and nineties. I'm I'm this fun party trick, right? So if you're at a wedding or, you, or or we're out with the guys at the bar, they just throw names at me, and I could off the top of my head tell them if they've been naked and how far into the movie. So the guys loved it, right? It's a fun <laughs> it's thing. A good party. So trick. I ended up in the early '90s. I got a job at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, and that is the world's at the time. It's different now, but at the time it was like the world's biggest locker room because you see those guys in the pits yelling and screaming at each other, but you also there's also a lot of downtime. So, like, you'd have hours where nothing is trading, nothing's going on. So I'd be standing on the corner of the pit, and and people within the pit all knew that I knew this stuff. And uh, they, they'd have runners come. A runner is someone that would do gopher jobs for people at the, the for the brokers. So I'd stand there, and a girl would come up, and the note would say, like, Ashley Judd, and I'd write down, you know, Norma Jean of Maryland, normal life, da da da, and I handed, and then I'd hear like this in the in the quiet. I'd hear, yeah, and there'd be a big celebration. So I was able to really hone my skills for seven years when I was working down there. And what happened was I was in a bar in Chicago in ninety seven, ninety eight, sometime around there. And same thing, my buddies are quizzing me. It just so happened that a guy that had a radio show in Chicago was overhearing this. He's like, "There's no." way that you know this off the top of your head he goes you've got to come on my show people would be fascinated by this and i was like really i mean it'll work on the radio he goes i trust me so he came up with the name mr skin was this a guy that was in up the academy yes this guy that Harry was in the Tynowitz. mad, he mad was magazine the, movie he was up oh, the, he was the heavy guy in up the academy yeah. that would, oh, i, I was that always connection. doing that oh <laughs> he was always doing that funny that was laugh a fine film yeah, yeah. Right. well matt had that bill gaines had that statue in his office yes. the, the up the academy yeah. and he scraped out where it said mad magazine presents up the academy <laughs> they scraped off the p so that it said mad magazine resents uh, up the academy i know they kind of screwed that up yeah. but anyway uh, so what happened was i went on his show and I, le- I left my job at the Merck. They let me break to go over there. I did 20 minutes on the air, put the cans on, had people call in. I nailed every question. <laughs> I thought that was my 15 minutes of fame. I'm done. I'm going back to the Merck. And uh, the producer tapped me on the shoulder as I was walking out the door. And he said, dude, we had so many people that wanted to talk to you. Could you come back? So it became a regular bit. And then uh, a bigger show in Chicago, the Steve Dahl show in Chicago, uh, her- heard me and he kind of took me and then once i was on his show then you know how it is in radio producers kind of hear about this and then i started to go on i was in like maddie in the morning in boston the bob river show in seattle and i'm sitting here with nothing to promote i have a job they're getting pissed off that i'm leaving work to do this (laughs) you're still working i'm still working uh and literally just doing this is a fun thing 
And and luckily, I, I was on enough in Chicago where I was at, at an event for a radio station as like almost like a whack packer in a sense, you know. And uh, the guy came up to me and he goes, you really got to put what's in your head into a website. And I, I didn't even I, – I literally said to him, what's a website? I did not know. This is 1998. I had no idea what a website was. And um, he – I just did a little research. A guy at the Merck said that had a computer showed me the internet and, and he had a – uh, we went on Yahoo and searched celebrity nudity, and I literally, and this is a true story, I, I looked at a the number one celebrity nudity website in 1998, whatever it was, I don't remember, and I looked at it for like 30 seconds, and I go, oh my God, I could do so much better than this without knowing anything about the internet or whatever, so... What happened was I raised not a lot of money, about 70 grand, which is not a ton of dough. Ended up quitting my job in about March of 99, worked nonstop for six months. I did the video capturing, picture capturing, wrote the bios, wrote the reviews, decided what actresses to get in the site. I had a goal of launching the website with a thousand actresses, but I had to do everything. I had a tech guy to help me, but I had to do all the content. We have 40 people working for us now, so you can imagine. Um, So I launched it. And uh, on August 10th of 1999, and uh, five minutes after we launched, true story, we launched at 4.45 p.m. on August 10th of 1999. At 4.50 p.m., I had my first membership, which was a guy from Cincinnati, joined for $4.95 for three days access. And I was like, wow, people are going to pay money for this. And uh, that's that's how it kind of got going and then you know other things happened that, mm-hmm. that that drove it so but it's it's pretty crazy like when i i, re, I could remember standing in the pit at the merc thinking when i was trying to get this going thinking geez if i could make like an extra 25 g a year just to just to have a little supplemental income to what i'm doing down here that would really help me out thinking never even considering that it would be a full-time occupation now it's been six <laughs> 16 years of doing this and with 40 employees. Uh, with 40 employees. Yeah. Crazy. And, and and the funny thing is, last uh, 2014 was our best year ever, and this year is beating 2014. So it's not like it's slowing down. Now, Jane Fonda never naked. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Barbarella. Barbarella? No, but she, you never see anything. Quick, quick. Well, you got to be, you, you got to look through the credits. Oh. Yeah. That's a, I have a beef with credit nudity because the credits get in the yes. way. Um, uh, you she, actually she did a, see something? Oh, yeah, something? yeah, yeah. She oh. did uh, The Arrangement, remember that? Or, or uh, she also did uh, Coming Home. We could see uh, Clute, remember Clute? Oh, uh, yeah, and she played a prostitute. She's naked oh, in yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Come on, Gil, get with it. Because there, well, <laughs> there are so many actresses who play prostitutes who don't take their clothes oh, well, off. Yeah, you, you, you mentioned one, uh, Pretty Baby was, or uh, Pretty Woman was a great example yeah. of one. I get. I get, want to just throw a couple at you that you might. Okay. Okay. Did you know? Yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. He did. Did you know that Lisa Loring, who played Wednesday Adams on the Adams oh, sure. Family, did a yeah. nude scene? What did? Yeah. She was doing some softcore something or other. Well, it was an R-rated movie called Iced. Okay. In which she goes full frontal. She shows her thing. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, I mean, that's oh, an example of one I don't know if a lot of people would know. Yeah. Like, that's Lisa a great, Loring. Yeah, yeah, I think Lisa. she did soaps. Yeah, she was more yeah. known for, yeah. as she got older, she yeah. was big in the soap world. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. Yeah. Um, remember the girl in sports that used to run out on the field, Morgana? Morgana and, the and Kissing kiss? Bandit. Yeah. yeah, sure. Do you know that you could see those breasts if you want? She did a movie in the late 60s called Indian Raid, Indian Made. 
and it's a complete nothing B movie, low budget thing, but she's complete full frontal nude in it, and it's a crazy, you know, that's the kind of stuff that over the course of time I've had to track down these obscure, hard to find movies, and you know, th- those are examples of, I mean, these are movies that have never been released on DVD, like we have them at our website in video format because they've never been released. Another great one is Marsha from the Brady Bunch did a movie called uh, Texas Lightning in 1981, uh, oh. in which she, uh, an hour and four minutes in, she's topless, and I mean, that's Marsha from the Brady McCormick. In the movie, she smokes, swears, and shows her breasts. It's crazy. You're writing these titles down yeah, on the time scale? Me. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm, they're frozen in my brain yeah. now. Yeah. And, and um, oh, you know what else on, on your website? <laughs> we'll come back to that do list. You, do you remember some of your, you know, your greatest puns? Well, I got to tell you, there was... Uh, when you just started the podcast, I remember you had Paul Schaefer on. Yeah, oh yeah, he's one of the first five, I think. Was he? And yeah. I, so I was listening five to it. Six. It was the first time I'd ever listened to the podcast. And all of a sudden, Gilbert and Paul, and it's from you, because you heard a Mr. Skin Minute. Um, I know the one. Yeah, it was <laughs> I, yeah, I, Helen I, Hunt. I, yeah, and and <laughs> and it, they go, and when you see Helen Hunt's naked body... You'll definitely get a riser. <laughs> yeah, is that the kind of stuff that Mike McPadden would write? Would write for yeah, you? Yeah, that was our yeah. group of guys. We get together. God bless you. We get together. Well, I had the rule. My thing was, listen, if you hate to use the article, you know, you come to our site to read the articles because I know people are coming to see the actresses naked. Oh, the but writing's very funny. The I think it's real important to have a sense of humor. And the other thing too is. When I go on radio shows and, and do interviews, I get sick of saying breasts, but, or even at the website. So like when Reese Witherspoon did a topless scene, we go, look at Reese's pieces. You know? <laughs> you know? And see, we do more older actresses. So. Yeah, we talk about Ruth Gordon news. Yes. Yeah. And Elsa Lancaster <laughs> will give you a ham blaster. <laughs> That's the kind of stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> I always think about on you. I always think about as a, I've been doing this like I have meetings where we're sitting there trying to make puns off of actresses' yeah. names like like we actually come in people have notepads we're sitting around like other people are in accounting meetings or legal uh-huh. meetings banking meetings I'm in a meeting where we're trying to come up with Reese's pieces o- Olivia you know? Dabo's Yabos yeah right? I mean it's like yeah. Marie Dressler more like Undressler. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert, you could, uh, yeah, if you want you, to make a little side You though. have a little, a little uh, <laughs> some room for Gilbert on the staff, Jim? Oh, somebody, uh, in that 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 movie, uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, uh, Kristen Bell has wild sex completely dressed. Yeah, yeah, and they also had uh, Mila Kunis in a picture topless that was photoshopped that wasn't her. So that was, oh. and then, but you do see male penis. So. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. I mean, nobody's photoshopping that. Or, yes. or uh, speaking of which, while oh. I was doing the research and mm-hmm. I read an old article, an old interview with you, and at that time you had not started a male equivalent. You mm-hmm. said nobody really wants to see Ed Asner nude. <laughs> Did I say that? But right? now, yeah. But now, at <laughs> but, least but it was, it's changed. People <laughs> it's do changed. now. A lot of people do. We do. We had him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> you st- you started a male equivalent. Yeah, it's of, called of Mr. Skin. MrMan.com. And uh, the first 13 years I was doing this, I resisted it. And one of the th- 
one of the smart, one of the few smart things I've done in my life uh, running this uh, business is I, I've actually I have such good people that work for me that I've put a lot of the running of the business in their hands where I'm more the I'm more the Hugh Hefner, the spokesperson. I get to do stuff like this, which is what I prefer anyway. And, and they're so passionate and, and so good at what they do. And one of the things that my team of guys and uh, people that work for me were on me for years was we got to do a male nudity site because we're going through these damn movies and television shows. Anyway, all we have to do is get the ma- male nudity stuff and we have a website. Well... They finally convinced me, and we launched it about, uh, I think it was about three years three years ago in October. And I got to say, I think I was a little naive when I first started. It would be like 50% women and 50% male uh, clientele. It's like 90% male. You know, gay men yeah. are really into it. But listen, gay men love to, they have money to spend, and they're willing to spend it. And the site's doing way better than I ever dreamed. And, uh, you know, we have... A, a number of different sites, but yeah, right now we uh, also do Mr. Man. But it is funny when uh, I see like uh, emails going out because I, I subscribe to them to see what we're doing, and you know, you'll like get the best bulging jock straps. You know? <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> I know it's like you know it's not as fun as the yeah. other side of the business, but uh, hey, it's uh, it's a living, and and they do a great job. And, and quite frankly, as far as male. Celebrity nudity goes. Mr. Man is by far the best because we everything we learned from Mr. Skin we put into MrMan.com. So then yeah. it would be. Let me see. Oh yeah, we also had. <laughs> oh, where is he get going? This, this Gilbert. There was one that <laughs> Boris Karloff. More like Boris Pulloff. <laughs> yeah. Can you see? Yeah. I know we've been talking about me undies for a few episodes now, but we wanted to take a moment and tell you again how great an opportunity this is. Everyone needs underwear. Most of us wear it every day. That means we spend a lot of money on underwear. And if you want to wear something that isn't going to fall apart after the first wash, where you'll end up spending a fortune over a lifetime. That's what's so great about me undies. They sell luxury underwear at half the retail price. Me Undies has created the most comfortable underwear and has tons of styles and colors to choose from. All you have to do is go to MeUndies.com slash Gilbert. Pick out what you like and they'll send you your underwear. No shipping with money back guarantee. If you don't love your first pair, you get to keep it for free. You literally have nothing to lose. All right, Mr. Gottfried. Yes? Since you did so well on underwear trivia. Yes? I have something new. I did great. You did three out of three. Yes. I have a a new challenge for you. Uh Uh-oh. These are famous quotations about underwear. Yes. And you need to tell me who the quote is attributed to. First, here we go. On a good night, I get underwear, bras, and hotel room keys thrown on stage. You start to think that you're Tom Jones. Uh, Frank Gorshin? No. No. <laughs> the correct answer, and I can't believe this because it makes no sense, Keanu Reeves. Ah. 
0 for 1. Okay, this one you'll know. Okay. I don't want to sound disloyal, but I've never had a pair of Marvel Comics pajamas or underwear. Oh, w- would this be Stan Lee? Very good. Ah. All right, one for two. And finally, are you ready? I know yeah. you'll know this one too. I don't believe in the afterlife, although I am bringing a change of underwear. Oh, Woody Allen? Very good. Ah. Incredible. <laughs> the man knows too much about underwear. Proceed. And Me Undies, getting back to Me Undies, is offering a special deal to listeners of this podcast. Just go to MeUndies.com slash Gilbert and you'll get 20% off your first order. That's 20% off an already great deal. Great underwear and an amazing price, and it helps support our show. If nothing else, just go to MeUndies.com slash Gilbert and look around. I know it might sound ridiculous. It's underwear, for goodness sakes. But me undies has turned this everyday chore into an extraordinary joy. Plus, they have socks, sweatshirts, and more. One last time, meundies.com slash Gilbert. That's M-E-U-N-D-I-E-S dot com slash Gilbert. To get twenty percent off, we actually did an email for Mister Man where you had the best celebrity back sacks, where you what? could see sacks from what is, behind. What is back sacks? Back sacks. Okay, so this this portion of the show has totally killed my heart. Yeah, right. I know. Let's <laughs> let's, let's, let's we'll go back. back. We'll go back and cut this part out. <laughs> Now, uh, someone who has never been naked, except you'll probably uh, find something of an accidental flashing, and that's Raquel Welch. You know, it's funny you say that. When I get asked what actress – I get it's one of the questions I'll get. Like, there's got to be an actress you always wished did a nude scene that never has. And historically, you know, when I, it depends on the radio show I'm going on, but I will say, like, to guys like you, 100% Raquel Welch is my number one biggest disappointment because – Think of all the movies she was in in a bikini. Sure. And the era she grew up with, the swing in 60s and 70s, how did Raquel Welch never do a nude scene? It's incredible. Now, in the 80s, she did a a movie called Trouble in Paradise where it was a made-for-TV movie. And Gilbert, she might like this. um, Her breasts were so big, she she took her shirt off with her back to the camera, but she had swingers where you could see like (laughs) – You could see from the back. She had swingers, Gil. She had swingers. (laughs) She had swingers, so it's not a nude scene because you didn't see Nip, but it's pretty cool to watch. We have that at our our website, so it's a little something for you, but it was always a bummer that Raquel Welch never did a nude scene. I remember Raquel Welch doing... uh like one of these like multi-million dollar three-hour specials. Oh, yeah. That was a big deal when she – it was like a variety show. Yeah, you're seeing and, a lot of she those. was singing too. Yeah. Like, right. She was all over the world yeah. filming it in all every country. And she sang, danced, acted, did comedy, read poetry, and did everything except what you wanted Raquel right. Welch to right. do. <laughs> right. I remember – I don't know where – that's on YouTube, by the way, if you want to just uh, – I, I watch that 
within the last year. And I didn't even know that that existed, that she even did that, because it was, it was very early 70s. And I remember she's singing in this, like, Raquel Welch sings? I didn't know yeah. that. She's you know? supposedly famously difficult to work with. Oh, yeah. When she hosted SNL, she she gave them a hard time. Yeah. Hmm. So she would be the, the, the great white whale, so to speak? Well, uh, yeah. Welch, I mean, another one, one would be Marilyn from the Munsters, Pat Priest. Pat Priest. I always wish she the did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Two Marylands. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Wednesday Adams wasn't enough. Uh, Marilyn, uh, Marilyn from the Munsters, Pat Priest, did a movie in the early 70s called The Incredible Two-Headed Transplant. Oh, we know it oh, well. yes. Of course. Yeah, We've yeah. talked about it on the show. Uh, yeah, of course. I could say this to anyone else and they look at me with, like, with a glazed look in their well, eyes. There, 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 there were two Bruce of those Bruce Dern movies. was in that. Yeah. yeah. There was the one with Rosie Greer and Ray Milland. Yes. But that's... And, and then there was the, oh, with Bruce Dern was well, in that's yeah, the, Bruce one, Dern's the one about. I was yeah. talking about. The other one's called The Thing with Two Heads. Yeah. Yeah. She was in a bubble, <laughs> she was in a bubble bath and if the bubbles would have been like one inch lower, we would have had Pat Priest. We would have Pat Priest nude. And the one with Rosie Greer and Ray Milan sticking his head over. <laughs> and I always thought, what did Rosie Greer smell like in the <laughs> middle of the day? Well, Ray Milan won an Oscar, for God's yes! sakes. By, yes! the, by the way, Rosie Greer's cousin's one of my favorite actresses of all time, Pam Greer. Pam Greer, there you go. There's some nudity. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Oh, yes. Friday Foster, all those movies. Big fan of hers. Uh, tell us about what happened in 2006 or 2007. Do I have the time right? You got a call from uh, one of our previous podcast guests, Judd Apatow. Well, it wasn't from Judd, okay. but it was inspired by Judd. Uh, so in, in the summer of 2006, so my website's about you know seven years old at the time, things st- starting to really go well. I get a call from the attorneys at Paramount. And my first thing is like, oh, geez, what is this? <laughs> this Cease can't be good. Yeah. <laughs> and the guys, the, the attorney's like, listen, uh, the guy that did 40-Year-Old Virgin, I didn't even really know who he was at the time. The guy that did 40-Year-Old Virgin wants to put your website in his next movie. We just need you to sign off on it. And, there, and I told some people about this, and there was a lot of people that said to me, well, what are you going to charge him? They got, I got to charge him. And I was like, you know, my gut feeling here is this guy, that 40-year-old virgin was a monster hit. If he wants to put my webs, why would I yeah. put any roadblocks or do anything that could potentially t- give them a reason to say, screw it? So I said, no, I'd hap- you, I'm happy to do it. I, I did ask, I go, are they going to rip the website? And he goes, no, you'll be pretty happy. Even if they would have ripped it, I would have said, fine. Well, little did I know. When the movie comes out in June of 2007, the movie Knocked Up, um, that, by the way, did about $250 million in box office. Um, little did I know that the product placement for MrSkin.com in that movie was better than – the only thing I could think better was Reese's Pieces and E.T. because they literally – did the whole movie the guy uh, Seth Rogen is going to his job is to create a uh what he's got this great idea to start a website you know the gag in the movie Gil? oh yes, yeah. yes yes well the what happened was Judd Apatow had heard me on the Howard Stern show and he was trying to come up with like what could be a job for this guy that's so out there so goofy so stupid <laughs> and he said he heard me on the show because I was able to go to the premiere of that movie and Judd Apatow was so nice and he talked to me and he said yeah um, I, I, that's how I found out about it. And all the guys from the movie, Seth Rogen and Jonah Hill and all them were super nice. And it, it was really a big thrill. And I tell a lot of people too that 
for um, for my era, guys, when we're quoting lines from comedies, you know, mm-hmm. we got Animal House and Caddyshack and uh, all that. Well, the younger guys today, they love that Knocked Up, Super Bad. That's sure. their Caddyshack right, right, right. and Animal House. Right. So I don't know if you noticed, but that damn Knocked Up plays on TNT. Oh, it's everywhere. E Network. It's on like it's on like a a loop. It plays so did you so get a much. bump from it? Oh my god, yeah. Back in '07, we got a huge bump. But I think the other thing is, for me, when it's just kind of cemented the website into kind of pop culture because when I'm at a party and there's like some guy that never heard of MrSkin.com, it happens. They'll be, I'll say, well. Do you listen to the Howard Stern show? Or do you know, you know, and if they don't, then I'll say, oh, did you see the movie Knocked Up? And that's usually the one that they'll tip it now, in. They'll say, oh, I know what your website is. Now, this gives me a flashback to a a movie where I don't remember the title, uh, but where Catherine Heigl gets up from a beach chair in a thong. Prince Valiant. Was that oh, well, there's the one a, with Gerard Depardieu? Yes. Well, okay. Yes, but I think she was under. <laughs> she, what? I I I'm not 100 percent sure of her age in that movie. Okay, we can cut this part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not. I mean, it's a it's a legitimate movie. But but yeah. they they no, showed yeah. it. Yeah. Nola the- yeah. So she may have been underage. Yeah, but I don't know if a thong is. Uh, Bad and I don't know. Not to me, it wasn't. <laughs> At the time, I thought it was a darn. She's trying to get thing. it back after yeah. we talked about male nudity. Um, yeah, because she, yeah, she finally did a movie called Side Effects uh, in 2005, where she showed her butt without the thong. So that's something else to check. That was Side Effects, the Soderbergh side movie, effects. the Steven Soderbergh yeah. movie yeah. with. Uh, okay, Bernie I'll Mara. have to see that. <laughs> so, so when she, you're saying when she got up from the beach chair. She may have been 12 or something? No, no, not that young, but I, I'm not quite sure she was 18 at the time. So, that was the so, joke, remember? His dad was like... Yeah, she was I, like, I know they made two movies at that time that were really weird because it was about guys basically getting horny over their daughters. And there was this one with Katherine Heigl... And two Jillian. Uh, Jill, oh, that's a third one. Remember in two, in 2 Jillian, the dads are like, wow, look at those asses. Yes, <laughs> yes. Turn around, they're like they're 16-year-old daughters. And it's, then there's another Trump-like. one with uh, Ted, uh, Ted Danza, Tony Danza. Oh, show. Well, she's out of control. Yes. Oh, my God. And in that, he's staring at her body the whole time. With, that was Mickey Dolan's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Amy yeah, Dol- Amy Dolan. Dolan's. Yeah. She was a great one. Yeah. I find this interesting too. You, you were just alluding to uh, getting uh, you were contacted by a studio and made you anxious, but you have a good working relationship with uh, with movie oh, companies. Yeah, you know, we've been doing this 16 years. I have about 75 studios or movie companies that send us screeners of DVDs. We get so many movie fans that come to our website. Obviously, they want to see nudity, but they also appreciate celebrity nudity. So. You know, if if you have a movie that has a nude scene, send it our way because not only are we going to promote it to our nine million, ten million visitors a month, but I get a I have a wonderful platform to go on radio shows with the Mister Skin Minute and uh, uh, to talk about the best new nude scenes all the time. I'm on shows all the time, so uh, what great free uh, publicity, if you will. <laughs> for your thick, yeah. Gilbert loves a pun. Now, now, oh, <laughs> another movie 
like that. I forget it, but it was a Christmas movie, family Christmas comedy, where Matthew Broderick is looking at a girl on stage and going, Ooh, yeah, who's your daddy? And then she turns around and goes, Oh my God, I'm her daddy. And it was like, This is supposed to be, you know, like a family film. You and know, it, it's funny you bring that up because uh, I get asked a lot of times when I do shows, people will ask me to do a list and they'll say, Okay, it's Halloween. Could you do the 10 best horror movies for nudity for Halloween? Or can you do. Hey, it's baseball season starting, the best baseball nude scenes of all time. And then I get the guy saying, could you do the best Christmas movies for me? I'm like, think about that for one second. Well, even baseball movies with yeah. nude scenes is making my, my head spin. My only thing I could do with- Bull Durham? Chris, right, Bill, yeah, right. My only thing I could do with Christmas uh, movies, you know, the movie Slapshot, the great hockey movie from the 70s. Yeah, it's a good one. There's a scene where Melinda Dillon is in bed with Paul Newman, and she has the incredible- Banana boobs, you know, the kind that go oh, like this. Oh, yes. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Ski slopes or banana boobs. We we had banana boobs mentioned on this show. Do you yes. remember? Yes. Really? I, I'm, when, I'm proud when, of you. When he said <laughs> that, come up before. I was trying to, oh, 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 he's, of course. He's got it. It was, yes, yes. Danny Bonaducci Was talking about Susan Day. Yeah, and he oh, said yeah. she had banana tits. Well, you could see him in First Love, First 1977, love. with Beverly D'Angelo. But anyway, I was getting that's great. So this is the second time yeah, so now, in this so show. Are you proud Danny of that? Banana, yes, that yeah. banana tits have right, been no. met. <laughs> well, let me tell you, there's some of my favorite breasts I've ever seen in a movie, and the for on the subject of Christmas, when I tell Kong. Faye Ray's oh, name yeah. in it yeah, is yeah, right. well, <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> well, the the mom in A Christmas Story, the mom, Ralphie and Red Ryder BB Gun, Christmas Story. Melinda Dillon. Is Melinda Dillon. Right, there you go. There's your oh, that's, 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 that's as close that's as you get, That's as close huh? I get as a Christmas thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's ask you about some other ones. Uh, these are just ones I remember. And, Gil, I'm sure you have your own list. But yes. And then I want to talk to Jim about... You know, sports movies and other movies. Well, and you're oh, you're a before, Godfather fan, be, too. Yeah, I love Godfather. Before I forget, when they used to come out with those cheap horror movies, cheap horror movies were a great source of nudity. Hey, nudity in horror movies like peanut butter and jelly. I mean, it's like, yeah. why would you... I mean, that's part of the, the fun of horror movies was to see in the naked girls. There's no question. You know we're going to get tweets from people now uh, telling us that nude slip nip, nip slips and nude scenes in Christmas movies. <laughs> well, let me, uh, well, yeah. It would be How fun. did you guys miss it? Well, the greatest, you just said nip slips. I have to tell you guys something that you got to go check out because this is right up your guy's alley. There, Don't in, group me with him, Jim. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you have other things going on in your life, is what you're saying. Uh, when a list of sim played uh, yeah. Scrooge, you could see his dick for uh, an hour and five minutes. Nip slip is yeah. Nip slips are I I love nip slips because it's something that's accidental. It wasn't supposed to happen. Right. And one of the greats of all time was in 1954. There was a movie called With a Song in My Heart, which is a musical with Susan Hayward. Sure. Now, this is 1954. They filmed the whole movie. Nobody caught this. I don't know how it happened, but she's in a dance number wearing, you know, one of those dresses where you have the, it's like a shell kind of over your boobs. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. So they're dancing, and all of a sudden, she, um, all of a sudden, you know, she raises her arms or something. Her whole left breast comes out of the dress. 
I don't know how they missed it, but if you if you watch the DVD, you could see it. To me, the greatest nip slip of all time because of the era, nineteen fifty four. It's Susan Hayward. It's just one of those things that you just never would expect. But uh, a boob popped out. Okay, <laughs> there's a famous photograph where a couple is dancing. The guy is someone who I think I've mentioned on the show once or twice, Cesar Romero. Oh, my God. Once or twice. And, and <laughs> I may, and I'm not even sure it was that many times, but he's dancing with Carmen Miranda, and he's spinning her in the air, I and that you, picture. you see her yes. pussy. Carmen that's, Miranda's that's, pussy. That's a first Is it covered in fruit? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Does she have banana tits? She's got to have banana tits. No, that is 100% hers. Yeah. And it was during a flip. And uh, <laughs> eh. <laughs> let's just say there was a, a jungle down there, too. There is, yeah. there, there, how many how many people you think are on the planet? Is it 8 billion or something like that? There is no one talking about Carmen Miranda's <laughs> vagina right now. <laughs> Other than the three of us, here's some here's some greatest hits. These are these are some favorites of mine, Jim, and I wanted to run them by you. Saturn three, quick, quick shot of Farrah Fawcett, yeah, with Kirk Douglas, yeah. Because why that was so cool is she had just kind of left Charlie's Angels, right? And it was like you had seen her on that show, thinking, oh, what's the chance? What's the chance? And then she does the Saturn three. Even though it's quick, it's it very quick. A, yeah, it's but a that, nice well, that scene, one yeah. tested your your pausing skills. Yes. Uh, here's another. Here's an obscure one. You remember Susan Blakely? Oh yes. In Capone yes. with your with your pal Ben Gazzara. Oh my God! This is one of the great crotch shots in movie history. Ooh. She's in bed. This movie came out in about '74, and I don't know what they were thinking. You know, the, where's post production on this? <laughs> she's 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 with Ben Gazzara in bed. He's playing Capone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not the greatest Capone. No, no. But she's nude in the bed, and Gilbert, she gets out of the bed and swings her legs like this. You see full vagina, but just you got to pause it. But it's it's unbelievable. Unbelievable! It's one of the great crotch shots in movie history. I, He's going to rent it. I heard rich a man, story. poor man. <laughs> I heard a story yeah. that in the filming of Lifeboat, I think was that Tallulah Bankhead. <laughs> yes, I don't have Tallulah <laughs> Bankhead. Yeah. Was she nude or Walter well, Slayzak? No. <laughs> Tallulah Bankhead would be climbing in and out of the life raft. <laughs> And they said, uh, oh, Lord. you know, uh, they went to Alfred Hitchcock and said, you know, you, uh, Mr. Hitchcock, you got to do something. You could see her vagina <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> and and uh, and they said, so uh, and and he he nods his head and they said, well, what when are you going to do something? And Hitchcock said, well, I can't decide which to call, wardrobe or hair. <laughs> that's, that's great. Fantastic. Oh, only you would have an anecdote about Tallulah Bankhead. And, and I, Mike, Michael Caine had a great quote. He said, women are beautiful naked. Men look ridiculous. Especially when they're running. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Nude while running scenes. Here, These are two movies we've okay. mentioned on the podcast. Um, I, well, I mentioned Mandingo and Susan George yeah. before. Um, uh, one of Gilbert's favorites, Melanie Griffith uh, in Night Moves. 
Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, she did so much nudity in that movie. Yeah. But Gilbert, it's not as good as a movie I tracked down, impossible to find, an Israeli film called Hagan, which I believe in Hebrew translates to the garden. I might be wrong. She's running around an olive garden and not the restaurant. (laughs) 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 And that I would pay to see. Because that's casual nudity. Yeah, it would be casual yeah. nudity She's for you. just eating breadsticks. She is She is in an Israeli olive garden. She was like 18 or 19. Why she did this movie, I have no idea. And it's a young Melanie Griffith and completely naked running around. You'd never been released. It's so hard to find. It was one of these movies I bought about 12 years ago. We found a, a tape, and it's we have it at the website. It's Melanie Griffith running around naked. I, I love, I love, you know... Uh, the movie you just mentioned, but Hagan oh, it's a good is, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good movie on now, its own. Uh, there's a movie I haven't seen called Fire on the Amazon. Sandra Bullock. W- Sandra Bullock's yeah. ass, yes. I heard you That was a Roger it. Corman movie. Yeah, she, yeah. Was, she yeah. was an unknown actress at the Another time. Another guest of our show. And yeah. she's having, it's actually a very, I don't know if Gilbert, you'd like this because they're having like sweaty, wild sex, but it's like doggy style. It's pretty crazy. And she's completely nude in it. And um, it's been released on DVD, but it was one of those where they just transfer a videotape over to DVD, and they do. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that differentiates the DVD from the video. Um, but yeah, that's when I first launched MrSkin.com. That was one of my go-to. Hey, did you know Sandra Bullock, who just then had you know had just recently did Speed and all that, and had become kind of famous. Did you know? And I'm a big fan of before they were famous nudity, and that's a great example of one. And two actresses, beautiful actresses I worked with, I just met one for two seconds. But I, I was, they, they were both in um, uh, A Million Ways to Die in the West. Now, You I, were in that movie. Yes. Yes, he played Lincoln. I forgot yeah. about that. And now uh, Charlize Theron's well, done she's her ridiculous. share of nudity. She's ridiculous. Yeah, I think for her devil's advocate... Uh, with Keanu Reeves, if you don't mind the f- fact that she's in a church, she's complete oh, yeah. full frontal. It's pretty awesome. Doesn't offend me. No, doesn't. <laughs> as hey, long Gilbert, as she's being casual. Hey, Gilbert, she was praying. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, who wasn't Amanda Seyfried? In yeah, that? Uh, yes, in, uh, yes. Uh, was Sarah Silverman was in it too, right? Was, now Amanda Seyfried, I know. Well, she played Linda Lovelace in some movie. Yeah, right. Right, and Lovelace. And Lovelace. She was also in a movie called Chloe with Julianne Moore, which is my favorite cougar kitten moment in movie history. In other words, the older woman, younger woman, lesbian scene, uh, one of the hottest Ooh, of all time. Oh, talk slowly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Familiar with a movie called Desert Hearts? Oh, my God. Patricia Charbonneau. Yeah, yeah. some nudity in that one. That's um, a, that's another one, uh, it's, older, it's younger another, woman. Yeah, with Helen Shaver. Yeah, I Helen remember Shaver. Uh, in 1986... I was an extra in The Color of Money. Really? Yeah. You buried the lead. Wow. They, they filmed it in Chicago, and I did this. Some guy that would, did this extra stuff, they paid me like, you know, 500 bucks to sit there for a week or something. And they put Helen Shaver right next to me in in a scene. I was like sitting in the audience, and she was sitting next to me. And I'm, all I could think about is, oh, God, she was in, you know. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty erotic film. In, yeah, actually. Desert Hearts. It's a very he- good movie. Helen yeah. Shaver... Uh, she was in that movie with uh, 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 what's his name from Martin Law Sheen. and Order. 
uh, Martin Sheen was. It was like Michael, the, Mo- Michael the Moriarty, the believers, yeah, the believers. Oh, yeah. And I think oh, yeah. you when see she gets her out of bed. Yeah, yeah when she gets out of bed. Yeah, I know that movie. That Did movie. you become John a believer? Oh, oh, but even I just thought of one. If they haven't used this one already, and Uh-oh. I'm sure they had. Is to. Helen a shaver? She, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for you to get to that. <laughs> you can see Helen is no shaver. <laughs> I just did my first spit take yeah. in the history of the podcast. And Martin Sheen looks good in between. Here's two more I know Jim will know. Uh, another movie we talked about on the show, The Wicker Man, Britt Eklund. Yeah, that's great. You know, she was, uh, do you know that she was pregnant during that scene? Where she shake the dance, the new dance. Did not scene. know that. Oh, that now you just killed it. Sorry. For me. All right, and Jenny Agutter in an American Werewolf in London. Oh, she That's was naked and everything. Walkabout and walkabout, yeah. walkabout, yeah. walkabout. Now was she old enough in walkabout? Walkabout. Yeah, I mean, she was over eighteen. But we still don't know about uh, Catherine Heigl. Yeah, Catherine Heigl. <laughs> Ixnay on the Eigel, hey. Yeah. <laughs> I love this about your site, too. I love this. Because you... according, I, I, I spoke to <laughs> Jared Fogel, and, and he told me she was too old. <laughs> I said, I said oh, did you see Catherine Heigl in that movie? And Jared Fogel said, oh, you mean Bubby? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love that you break down on the site. You, you break things down into categories like cheerleaders, women in prison. Oh, yeah. Uh, pimps and hoes. And what is Skin Goria? Skin Goria is a horror movie. Well, not always horror movie, but um, where you have blood and nudity in the scene. So an actress is uh, not necessarily dead, but might have been attacked and has blood it's just i see it's something we made up we have an advanced search at our site and people want to search by different categories okay. and that's one of them uh lucy Liu was in a movie where she's my na- paper well that that's and city of industry too that one i i haven't <laughs> seen Harvey fly Kytel. paper oh, but yeah. i will be going home to watch it yes <laughs> And, and Frank, I won't. Frank's been yeah. taking notes. And, and it won't <laughs> Your be underwear able to will reach be like for the phone. paper. <laughs> but oh. uh, she, she was also in that vampire movie where she's topless and covered in blood. Right, yeah, Rise Blood Hunter. Yeah, the. Uh, I would say if you're looking for Lucy Liu, this fly, this fly paper. The reason I like it, she was kind of unknown at the time, and she's in a in a pool, and they. You know, there's no water in the pool, and she's having sex with this guy. And while, well, yeah, see, Gilbert doesn't like sex. I gotta. No, he yeah, doesn't. He's yeah. a prude. City I of Industry. <laughs> City of Industry. She's dancing on a stage, and uh, the lights don't go on, and everyone doesn't stop. But it's still a good scene. You'd like that. Too. Can Can I just uh, do a shout out for uh, Diane Lane in both Unfaithful and a movie called Lady Beware? I was just going to say, if for all those people that know Unfaithful, go back to the '80s. When she was in Lady Beware, her her breasts were double the size than in Unfaithful. And I was a big fan of her in the 80s, and those are my two favorite Diane Lane movies. Here's a couple of other Gilbert Ghost co-stars. Uh, Jennifer Tilly, you co-starred in Goost. Oh, my God. Well, let me tell you she about her. She was in a lot of naked movies. Well, Bound is one of the great girl-girl moments That's with Gina Gershwin. But she did, a, uh, she did a movie called Dancing at the Blue Iguana, which is just... Another movie, I, I don't know what what was the purpose of the film other to make guys happy, was like her and Daryl Hannah and Sheila Kelly and Sandra Oh, remember her from, oh, sure, my sure, God. from yeah. our list and yeah. stuff? Yeah, sure. She, um, 
all of them play strippers and they work at a strip joint. So they just rotate in doing nude scenes. And I remember like Jennifer Tilly is up there dancing topless and she could have knocked over beer bottles in the front row because she was her breasts are so big and it was just such a great scene. And all the in one movie you get Daryl Hannah nude and all these other women and it's a movie that probably very few people even know exists. It's called Dancing at the I Blue Iguana. And it's- Jared Fogel told me <laughs> oh, God. that there's, there's an old Shirley Temple <laughs> oh, film. Yeah. <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> Here's two more Gilberts. Is, is, there, is there Shirley Black? <laughs> Shirley Black. <laughs> you guys. Here's two more Gilbert's uh, greatest hits. Uh, problem, pro- uh, I can't get it out. Problem Child 3 with Carolyn Lowry. Play Dr. Gray. Well... Oh, we, my God. Do you have anything that? there? Do you remember being in that movie? I, I, I'm the only person who remembers that it exists. I don't even know if anyone out there, I could even point to how, other than Problem Child 3, what I could point to. Do you guys remember Dream On with Martin Tupper? Sure. Oh, that, yeah. Of course. That yeah. great yeah. show on HBO. She was in one of the episodes, Topless, and a great Topless scene. There I you know go, we Gil. have that at our website. And, of course, Superboy the series where you played Knickknack. Oh, Stacy Haddock. Right. She was hot. She did a movie what do you take for a Haddock? Yeah. <laughs> well, what a... well, sometimes I take aspirin. Sometimes I take a calomel. Well, I'd walk a mile for a calomel. <laughs> she, yes. did a, she did a movie called The Beneficiary where she's topless. And what a, what a rack on her. She's spectacular. Incredible. And, um, oh, <laughs> now, somebody in one of your sites, I hope you didn't say this, somebody said, I also like movies without nudity, and they named The Godfather, which has great a great nude scene. Well, I don't know who would say they don't like The Godfather. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. But they said they liked it, but they, they named it as a movie that doesn't have nudity. Hmm. And, yeah. And there's a... Uh, a scene with that actress, yeah. that Italian, your mind, they do say. We don't know, don't know yeah. her name. Yes. And you, her daughter then went into movies, and her daughter's totally hot looking. Well, she, yeah, she's she's gorgeous, um, but that's one of those, uh, you know, it's one of the few movies that the actual other stuff in the movie's better than the nudity. Well, we haven't talked about The Godfather for a second, but before, I, I want to remind Gilbert that he wanted to ask you about Laura Antonelli. Yes. Which we didn't talk about while we were on mic. Do you guys know what uh, cuckolding is? You know what that sure. is, right? Okay. There was a movie she did. Now, you got to understand, when I first got cable television, I'm talking immediately, I'm taping all these Italian sex comedies and not knowing anything about the genre, just seeing the big end in the cable guide. So I'm taping. I keep seeing this. Laura Antonelli. Laura Antonelli. Laura Antonelli. Oh, she was the queen of Oh, my God. She did this movie in 1971 called Secret Fantasy. Oh, my God. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) She she, She has it on Viewmaster. She meets up with this this guy, (laughs) and it turns out- her, Her husband, right? Yeah. And it turns out she's like- an exhibition. She's an out-and-out flasher. But she's not. The husband is, forces- is forcing her to do it. With he do all these little tricks because he wanted other men to see her nude. That's how he got off. So example, Frank. He she um he makes her put on a full black leotard, a whole body leotard, 
full body leotard. And then when she's not looking, he pricks her toe. So she has to go to the doctor. So, <laughs> so she can't just take off her socks. <laughs> she has to take off the whole thing. Funny. And the doctor's looking at her and the doctor's like, you know, those Italian, the, oh, those yeah. totally inappropriate, uh, you know, the way he's looking oh, yeah. at her. He's in the corner like, this is great. And then he does things like they're on a train and there's all these construction workers outside. And she, um, and then he makes her walk around topless by the window. You know, stuff like that. But it's it's brilliant, and, brilliant And movie. I remember the final line, the last yeah. line in the movie. Yeah. She's standing in front of like maybe a church choir or something. Yeah, it's like a huge, he was a, uh, a, a ch- played the cello oh, yes. for a symphony orchestra. And he just screams out, show them your ass. Yep. And then what is the, the name of this movie? A Secret, Secret Fantasy. Fantasy. Secret Fantasy. I have not seen it. I, I do like an Italian sex comedy. So let's ask you about The Godfather real quick. We had Gianni Russo on the show. Oh, very cool. I think it was our second episode. <laughs> and uh, that's a movie that Mike told me to ask you about. Well, no. Listen, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. People always think all I watch are movies with nudity, but I, I mean, there's other movies I like. I like uh, uh, Godfather, all the Godfather. Well, not so much three, but I'm a I'm a big fan. I mean, Bronx Tale, I, Goodfellas. I'm into those those type of films for mm-hmm. sure. But gosh, I like stupid movies like Austin Powers. Like my kids. You know, it's kind of fun when, as you get older and you have kids, you, you know, you'll see this where movies like Home Alone, where we've yeah. we're so far past it, but to a kid, a new movie, they're like, "Wow, this is the greatest thing." My kids are all doing Austin Powers around the house now because they discovered you have three children, yeah, yeah, three kids, and they all discovered Austin Powers. So now I'm watching it, thinking that's pretty damn funny. You know, I'm you know stuff I'm into. You know. Now, uh, which which gets me too, because. Has Elizabeth Hurley ever done that? Oh, my God, so yeah. much, yeah. She did a movie called Aria in, in the late 80s where her and Bridget Fonda both were nude, which is a kind of cool— it's, it's, This is. I want to stress, a lot of this is stuff, there's no way you guys could sit through these movies. They're no, brutal, but the nudity <laughs> is great. And she was a little heavier then, had bigger boobs. Um, yeah, she did a movie called Way to Water where she's uh, sunbathing topless. That's fantastic. She did a movie, not the television show, but a movie called Shameless in the 90s where I just thought she looked fantastic. Heck, I just saw, a, she posted a bikini picture on Instagram within the last couple of weeks. She still looks fantastic. That leads me to the question. Do you actually watch the films? Do you find yourself compelled to, to watch the entire films in some if sense? If it's a good movie. Just, I mean, to, to be honest, right. I mean, do you think I'm sitting through the whole Bobby Joe and Outlaw after the 35-minute mark? <laughs> well, I don't know. You were 11 yeah. or whatever well, it's, it was. It's just like getting back to Jacqueline Bissett and Secrets. That movie is unwatchable right. uh, when is. she's got her clothes on. Yeah. Um, there's a movie... Um, where Ellen Barkin, before she was famous, called Siesta, she did with Gabriel Byrne. I know that movie. Talk about unwatchable, but in the first three minutes, she's full frontal laying along a riverbed, and it is one of the just most gratuitous, doesn't make sense, but you're so thankful it's in in the movie scenes, but you cannot sit and watch that movie. But luckily, the nudity happens in the first couple of minutes. And it's casual. Yes. How do you feel about gratuitous nudity? I know you don't like... Well, I'm I'm very much against it, but if it just happens... (laughs) If it happens. ...to pop up, I think someone should be given their freedom as an artist. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there's... 
a gratuitous nude scene, very casual, not long enough for my taste, but in Doc Hollywood. Julie Warner. Oh, Julie Warner. Yeah. Yeah, Didn't you you do something with her? Weren't you in a movie with her? Yeah. I was? Yeah, you were in, hang on, I I have it. I have it here. Unbelievable. Oh, my God. God, with uh, you were in that with Olivia Dabo and Julie Warner. Okay, that hasn't come out right. Yet. Yeah, yes, twenty fifteen. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's why you don't. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'll tell you what. Um, another good trivia question is PG nudity. Um, do you know that Doc Hollywood was rated PG? Now that scene where Julie Warner goes for a skinny dip looks like and. In this day and age, if you did a scene like that, it would definitely be an R rating, right? That got a PG rating somehow, some way. And there's not a lot of those, but there are PG movies that have uh, nudity. The famous uh, Woman in Red with Gene, oh, yes. Gene Wilder with Kelly LeBrock. Kelly LeBrock. Going now, you full see frontal. her vagina in PG movie. Yeah. That doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, I think you see her vagina th- in that movie. Yep. A quick vagina yep. shot. It's, uh, she's getting out of bed, yeah. yeah. Not as good as Carmen Miranda's. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> do you want to thank Mike? Uh, Mike, do you want to thank uh, uh, Jim for your uh, for your lovely gift? Oh, yes. That he's the, yeah, one I of won't the first... tell anyone the uh, passcode because then everyone. Well, it's a lifetime membership. Yes, a lifetime membership. So if, if I disappear from society. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One of the few guests we've had to bring a gift, Jim. How do you spell Antonelli? (laughs) If you never see me ever again after this, (laughs) you'll know I'm getting my exercise. I got got Mike on the brain because I wanted to thank Mike McPadden, our... our, uh, our social media director and the man who does our, our wonderful uh, Facebook page for introducing us to you and, yeah, se- he's, and setting this up. And uh, he's I'm a big fan a of Mike McPadden. He, he really is. And uh, nobody knows horror and teen sex comedies and depravity more than Mike McPadden. <laughs> he's perfect for us. <laughs> he's perfect. Perfect guy to get to know. And we want to plug his book, his wonderful uh, book of uh, heavy metal movies. Yes. Which you can get. So, Mr. Gottfried, what do you think? Oh, We could go on all night with this man. Yeah, see, you're one of those guests I could talk to for, like, this could go on for the next three years. Well, listen, it's fun because we're very similar in that if it's someone famous or or, or a movie that you saw someone naked in and wanted to know who it was, it's it's just kind of fun to be able to ask someone that actually actually knows that, I guess. So it's... uh, uh, it's 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 a fun job I have. I get to sit and talk about nude scenes. All yeah, I've time. heard you say you got the best job in the world, and I well, think I mean, you do. Yeah, it's uh, you know, I gotta I gotta get back to the office. We got a big meeting on the best lesbian scenes of the year on Friday. <laughs> you know. <laughs> No, I just wanted to say, you said you had three children and you met your wife. You never had to explain to your wife who you were because you you, you met your wife in an event. Yeah, what happened was my, uh, so I was going on the air in Chicago a lot and I was going on a show, the Pete McMurray show in Chicago and he had a one year anniversary. And you know how it is when you're a guest, they invite you to these things. And um, I was invited and a, a girl, a friend of mine brought another girl to the event and it happened to be my future wife. So I, I, I was Mr. Skin that night. Right. Yeah, so there was no having to well. explain that I, well, I'm in the computer consulting business. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, that's always a tough one. But she knew out of the box, uh, no pun intended, that I was a, 
at what I did. And, uh, you know, listen, and there's no way we could be married. What have we been married now? 11 years that if she was uptight or didn't enjoy what I do or didn't realize or, or, or was making my life difficult, it would never work. So I'm, I'm very lucky to have someone that lets me do this yeah, and, nice. and is, is cool about it. Let's plug the now, books quick. Oh, yeah. oh wait, I'll just one more. Qu- sure. On on a Family Guy episode, <laughs> we'll go on. On a Family Guy episode, the baby makes a derogatory comment about Meg Ryan's topless scene. In, I haven't seen that, but I'm wondering what. Oh, in you, the cut, in the cut, yeah. that one, saying that what did she had like bad looking breasts or something? Oh uh, yeah. Ah, oh, that thought that that's a tough one. That's that's. Did she do nudity in flesh and bone? Yeah, she was nude. Or was when that she was Gwyneth Paltrow? I like that movie. Paltrow. I like that movie. Gwyneth, by the way. That was Gwyneth Paltrow's nude debut. But yeah, the answer is yes. But in the cut, she went full frontal, Meg yeah. Ryan. And I don't remember that uh, scene you're talking about, but that's interesting that they thought it wasn't a great nude scene. Kind of a bummer. We could go on and on. Oh my god. <laughs> We'll have to do I a part to. two. Yeah, part two. <laughs> part deuce. I've shut the elevators off. <laughs> you can't get out. Let me plug the books quick, uh, Jim. Uh, the Skintastic Video Guide and, and Mr. Skin's Skin... How do you say Skin Cyclopedia. Skin Cyclopedia, yes. Those yes. are our, our books. And then, of course, all this stuff, uh, of course, available at MrSkin.com, which I know uh, should get a lot of downloads from New York starting <laughs> in about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you haven't broken into song that none of, none of these I, movies I like blame know. it on Rio. Oh, oh, wait or, a second! Or none of the, wait a second! Yeah. Phoebe Cates was Paradise. naked in pa- yeah Paradise. Paradise. Well, Fast Times is Fast Times to me is the iconic go-to favorite nude scene of all time. But the same year she did this uh, movie Paradise with Willie Ames. It's a Blue Lagoon knockoff. But yeah. where we were frustrated that Brooke Shields wouldn't show anything. Phoebe Kate said, screw it. I'm doing naked showers, <laughs> showing her bush and underwater. I, I heard that when Phoebe Cates agreed to do Paradise, originally uh, they had agreed on a body double. And then when she got to the island, they said, nah, I think it'll go a lot quicker if you're naked. <laughs> well, thank but, God. Okay, Paradise. <laughs> uh, she sang the theme song. She did? Yes. I did not know that. When I'm with you, oh. it's paradise. No place on earth can be so nice. I love that you know this. Beneath the waterfall, I hear you call. <laughs> That's fantastic. Show me one other podcast where you can hear Gilbert Gottfried cover Phoebe Case. Well, is that on the Paradise soundtrack? <laughs> <laughs> Did you take notes, Gil? Yes. Do you have, you have your, oh, your, your, your viewing for the next month? So, um, I guess we're wrapping? Yeah. we got to let this man get back to his life. Yes. <laughs> what life? Yeah. And, and oh, I'm going to be on, I'm, I'm going to watch on channel, on the History Channel. I, I heard them <laughs> do a no. thing on World War II oh, God. where they said, Adolf Hitler, more more like Adolf Titler. <laughs> Mussolini will give you a hard peeny. Oh, I thought you were going to do Pussolini. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. There we go. I- <laughs> Jim, you'll have to come back for a part two. Yeah.
this anytime we barely scratch the surface we're we're here uh once again at nutmeg post and i'm gilbert gottfried this has been gilbert gottfried's amazing colossal podcast with my co-host frank santo padre i want to see if there's some (laughs) (laughs) well frank you could do And and our special guest, Jim McBride, better known as Mr. Skin. Also the only guest classy enough to bring a gift. Yes. So well that's not true. Bobby Slayton brought a gift. And luckily. and the only guy I've spent uh, this much time with and had a heart on the entire <laughs> Good to know. Oh, I'm hurt. <laughs> Thank you, Frank Verderosa and Nutmeg Post. Thank you, Jim. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. (laughs) 